Welcome back to another edition of the Educational AD Podcast. We couldn't do this without the incredible support of our sponsors, and we want to start by saying thank you to all of them. First, thanks to our diamond sponsor, Varsity Brands, including BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Herf Jones. Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement. We also want to thank our platinum sponsors, including Ephesus Lighting, innovating a brighter future at every level. Gilman Gear, always a step ahead. Camp Mobile, where teams communicate better. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And Vital Signs, bring student achievements to life. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast, today featuring the FIAAA Insider. Our guest today is Cheryl Schivel. She's the Director of Athletics at Astronaut High School in Titusville, Florida. Cheryl, welcome to the program. Jake, thanks for having me, I appreciate it. Uh, well, we're, we're very excited to have you on uh, represent that Space Coast. Um, as you know, the life of an AD is um, always going, so we're going to jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school and college, and maybe how that love of sports got you into uh, teaching and coaching. Well, uh, thanks again for, for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, just to give you a little background on me, I uh, grew up on the Space Coast, so uh, last night's rocket uh, uh, and uh, subsequent sonic boom shook the windows in my house last night, so that was pretty crazy, but I've been growing up around that for the last uh, 40 years. My parents grew, uh, uh, moved down to Florida in the early 70s, and I was probably in fourth grade and um, uh, moved from New York and moved down here and, uh, and have lived here ever since. I uh, graduated high school from the rival, our crosstown rival here in uh, Titusville, that's Titusville High School, and uh, graduated from there. Uh, wrote for the school newspaper in high school, never played a sport in, uh, in high school, but I always had a love for, for running. So I've been a runner my entire adult life and uh, went to my first year of college out in a little um, private school out in Searcy, Arkansas. And it's called Harding University. It's a little NAIA school. And I uh, tried to run cross country for them. And so I, I ran one season and that was it. Moved back to Florida, finished up my education at the University of Central Florida. And I just kind of worked my way through, uh, through college. Uh, never, uh, never, played a sport again in, um, in college, but always continue to, to, to run. Um, fast forward uh, the year 2000, I, I got a degree, actually I got a degree in, um, in accounting at UCF. So I have a business background. So I feel like in my job, that's uh, pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty beneficial. Um, and then I found myself looking for a job where I could spend more time with my children. And so my younger sister, Mary Rose, was a, um, a, an elementary school teacher. And she said, why don't you try teaching? 
And so um, couldn't imagine doing elementary school. So I thought with my business background, perhaps math might work for me. And so I got my math certification and uh, applied uh, to astronaut high school. And they were either really desperate to hire a math teacher or I really you know, shot the interview out of the park. But I feel like it was the former rather than the latter. But, uh, but uh, taught math for 10 years. And in that time, you know, with, with, uh, with athletic administration in most high schools, we also do the activities side of it. And so in our school, um, we had an athletic director and then I was the activities director. So normally it's one position, but we were on a, a four by four block scheduling. And so I got to teach two blocks and then I was off two blocks to be um, the activities director, as well as uh, the assistant athletic director. So I did a lot of the paper pushing for our athletic director here. And I did that for probably um, know, three or four years. And then after our athletic director retired, I, I interviewed for the job and, and, um, and I got it. So, uh, so you know, I think, I think people's criticism, I've never coached a sport a day in my life. I've never really played a sport a day in my life, but I find that athletic administration is more, uh, is more uh, managerial, I think, than anything else. Um, however, um, you know, I do, I do love all the sports that, that come through our school and that are offered here at our school. And uh, I, I, I just have been a sports aficionado for, for a long time. My early years, I was huge when this is this will date me a little bit when uh, Florida didn't have a major league baseball team. The nearest place was, of course, Atlanta. And so I became a huge Atlanta Braves fan. And then when, you know, Florida got their teams, I just kind of continued to be, my, be a Braves fan and just, you know, baseball is my first love. And then, uh, of course, football and, and uh, all the other ones. So, so that's, that's my background. That's how I got here. I'm in my 11th year here as athletic director. And, uh, and and activities director as well. So, yeah. Oh well, it, it's always great for me, and I know our listeners too, to uh, have a chance to get to know, uh, you know, people from around the state and from around the country. Let's go and talk a little bit about that uh, transition from just activities director, and I say just, uh, to taking on, uh, you know, both roles. What were some of the things about the athletic director position? that uh, you know, maybe surprised you, you didn't really count on? And then what were a couple of things that uh, you really felt you hit it out of the park um, you know, during your time as AD? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a great question. I, um, when I first got into the role, I, I, um, you, know, you always look to the, the older athletic director colleagues in your immediate circle. And so you know, when my, when my former athletic director retired, he said, you know, if you don't have, if you don't have officials and you don't have transportation, you're really kind of, you're kind of screwed because it's, that's, that's the heart and soul of what you have to do. And then, um, you know, the challenging part was to, you know, just honestly to figure out or to know or to get straight okay, what teams are in your conference? Okay, football, you're 5A, but soccer, you're 4A, and oh, by the way, wrestling, you're 1A. And so here are the, you know, so that, so all of that compartmentalization was a challenge at first, but now, you know, you asked me what we are, and of course, you know, I, you know, I know, and that just kind of comes from just knowing, but, um, but uh, you know, that, that 
that piece was just trying to get all the information. And another colleague of mine told me, you better make the FHSAA website your, your, your Bible. And that's where you go for the answers. And that's, you should check it every day. And I have done that <laughs> faithfully for 11 years. I check it every day because I, you know, I, I take the advice of people that have done it for a longer time than, than me. Um, the challenges, you know, moving forward, you know, well, I, I would say that things have gotten easier with, with, uh, with respect to um, where I was 11 years ago to now. Uh, a lot of things are electronic. A lot of things are, um, you know, web-based, web you know, just it, it's the, that ease part of it is, um, is, is a good thing for me. So, so you know, I, I, I feel like that, um, you know, some things that try and get mainstreamed and, you know, the resources are out there. You just got to, you just got to go find them and seek them out. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there's obviously, uh, you're doing a great job there. Uh, I believe you were selected as the uh, Space Coast uh, Athletic Director of the Year last year? I was. Yep, I was. So that was a, a good honor for uh, them to bestow. But you know what, it's just, it's one of those things where you just, you just try and do the best you can. And um, you can't do it without the people that you surround yourself with. And, and I surround myself with, with some good people that, that want to work and um, want to work for and with me. And and um, and I, I'm not afraid to ask. I always tell people. People tell me no all the time, but I'm not. I'm not afraid to ask for anything, or or for someone to do something, or to delegate, or to uh, just make it. You know, a, a teamwork, a teamwork um, project. So, you know, talking about people uh, in our profession, we always uh, stress the importance of leadership, and you know, the other side of that mentorship. Who are some of your mentors, uh, you know, growing up, you know, teachers, coaches, or, you know, people that you have worked with or worked for, you know, whose, whose voices do you still hear uh, when you're talking to a coach or you're talking to a team? You know, when I, when I was younger, you, your kind of younger self looks, you know, it's, it's sort of um, what, what's happening in your, in the moment at the time. And so when I was younger, I had two really wonderful um, teachers that, um, that, I just really looked up to and challenged me. Um, one of them is my friend today. You know, it's 40 years later, and he is just one of my dearest friends. We get together every Christmas, and we, uh, I went to my first Gator game with him, my very first Gator football game with him. He's a season ticket holder, and so he, uh, he, he took me to, to a game. Um, in my workplace environment, um, my former athletic director, Tim Sparkman, he, uh, such an amazing man, just, um, uh, we called him the, 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 the gentle giant. He was just a teddy bear. He never smiled until November. And, um, and he, but he was just the softy and he wanted to, he wanted you to succeed. So he told you, you know, those steps to take to succeed. So I, I credit him with a lot of my success and my, uh, in my role here at astronaut high school. I've worked for uh, three uh, pretty, pretty cool principals, all, all different, two men, one woman. Um, I have a younger principal now, which is just the, the energy is just ah, crazy good. So, uh, so that, that has been uh, a blessing and just has changed my uh, view or uh, just make me see things in a different, younger set of eyes, which I think is, pre is pretty neat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's great to hear. Um, you've been around, you know, the school setting for you know, quite a while now, you know, uh, activities director, teacher, you know, 11 years is now as the AD. Um, outside of the technology, 
you know, the, the fact that we're Zooming right now or, you know, email and home campus and things like that. Outside of the technology, what are some things that you've noticed, uh, even just in the 11 years you've been the AD, how has your job changed? You know, what are things that, you know, you have on your plate now that you didn't have when you first started? Mm. You know, when I first started, there was a, a huge um, um, teacher base where I could pull my coaches from. And so, so that, that has been, uh, you know, t 10 years ago, I, I would put an email out. I need I need a volleyball coaching. Have five people that would that would apply or be interested. Um, now I, my community coach base is so is about equivalent to what my on staff coaching um, uh, base is, and so that's that's been um, a challenging uh, mix just to try and mesh the two because you know you want your kids here that um, that you know, want to see their coach on campus and they want to see that, that familiar face, not just that practice or, you know, you know, at a game or, or whatever. So that's, that's been a, uh, a little challenging. Our population has uh, decreased for this area. Uh, and, you know, it, uh, we have such a long county, so it just might be a demographic thing where you know, when the space shuttle program ended several years ago, our, po our school population just plummeted. We were busting at the seams at 2000, and now we're barely making um, 1100. And um, so, so that's been, you know, that's, that's been challenging, trying to get those athletes off the, out of the hallways and onto the playing field. Um, so that's, that's been scarce. So we've had to really uh, fight for our programs that have in the past been hugely successful and and so you know we, we just try and get those kids that those kids out so I think maybe um, you know the, the I don't want to say the lack of student base but there's just not a lot of kids playing in this area um, high, high school athletics if, the, if they're any good I mean a lot of sometimes our kids go to different schools so that's been a, that's been a challenge where they go for athletics and you know, you and I can't do anything about that. So that's, that's, that's the choice that these kids have these days. So, so. Uh, the, those are all great points. And again, just for me, it underlines, you know, how fortunate we are at my school. Um, almost every single one of our varsity head coaches, you know, is a teacher works on campus and it just makes such a difference to see the kids every day in the hallways, in the classrooms, in the dining hall. So, uh, you know, you tell your principal and superintendent, they need to hire those great teachers who can also coach and, and bring you're something really else lucky. to the table. You're really lucky to have that. Um, really lucky. Yeah. Let's, um, let's go ahead and talk COVID a little bit. Certainly, we've seen it impact schools uh, this last spring, you know, in Florida, everywhere else, uh, you know, you lost sports. Um, in Florida, you know, we uh, are, are now into, uh, I guess, the second week of the restart but uh, what's happening right now in your school, in your district, with regards to um, academics as well as to uh, fall uh, sports? Mm -hmm. So we came to a screeching halt on uh, Friday the 13th of March this year, and that was the last we were in school. Um, you know, everybody was in quarantine, shut down, you know, all our teachers, we, we couldn't even come back. We couldn't even come back at all into our schools. 
um, we got a go ahead to start summer conditioning um, end of July, excuse me, end of June. And so, um, and so we got that go ahead to do that. We've had, we had um, some sports do it and some not. And so the, you know, of course, conditioning is conditioning. You should only be doing conditioning. And so we, we got that rolling. And then we came out to, uh, our county had a uh, return to activities uh, committee that consisted of uh, the county athletic director, uh, the assistant superintendent, um, and a couple of athletic directors to phase in to what we see or what we recommend for athletics to, uh, to look like. So we are currently, um, we have, with the exception of football, we are currently in um, uh, full contact. Uh, football will go to phase three, if you will, on September 8th. Um, we just got all of our students back either on campus or e-learning on August, where are we? August 24th is when the kids came back. And we're, we're probably at about 30% uh, kids e-learning right now. And um, so, so we, are, uh, we are looking to start our fall season. We have our first contest in volleyball, fall sports, other than football, um, September 15th. So we have a sort of a truncated season. Football will come, uh, have their first game on September 25th. We've got a seven-week varsity schedule, uh, in-county only. Um, we're committed to the state series um, for, for every sport. And then for volleyball, we have a 10-game. Uh, you can have up to 12 games, but we, have, we chose 10. So we have 10 games for uh, volleyball, and that's JV and varsity only. We have a four-match uh, season for golf. And then we have our conference meet. Uh, we have a four swim meet schedule. We have a 10 week or 10 game bowling schedule. And what else am I missing? Cross country, we have four meets. So, and all within whatever time frame was set by the county. So it's, you know, we've got 16 days to play, you know, 12 games in volleyball. So we'll go through in football, seven weeks, we'll go through um, November 6th for our final uh, football game, and then uh, we'll get into the state series. So, so that's kind of how uh, we're seeing it roll right now. It's pretty cautious. I tell you what, the protocols that the county's handed down and that what we are asking of our coaches and students to ensure a safe environment is, is um, I, I'd be shocked if any of our kids from athletics got infected with with uh, with anything because of the, the the protocols that we're going through. So, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, and again, for our listeners in Florida, um, normally fall sports starts July 27th. Um, to make a long story short, our state association uh, it delayed the start until August 24th. Some schools chose to start even a week or two or even be later than that. But uh, as you heard Cheryl mentioned, uh, even with their shortened season and only playing in county for the regular season, they're still participating in what we call the state series, you know, which is our playoff. So just a wide variety of responses. And uh, 
again, Cheryl, thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, let's go and shift gears a little bit. Uh, what are some of your favorite parts of the job? Uh, what gets you excited about getting up each day and uh, coming to uh, astronaut high school? Well, I always tell my kids that, that um, I laugh every day. Now, I, it doesn't matter. I, these, these kids, they just, they just make me laugh. And I think that's what makes me come back all the time is that for every, you know, bad maybe moment that you might have, there's a, there's a moment where these kids just make you laugh and, and they, um, they want to succeed and they want to perform and they want to, um, to, to do well for you. So that's, that's a big part of why I do what I do. I uh, should have joined the circus when I was younger because I do love to juggle. So juggling, uh, juggling a lot of things at one time and I can, I can turn on a dime and I can change gears. And so, so a, a, uh, you know, a lightning thunderstorm doesn't, you know, doesn't throw me. Do we have a fight on the court? Yeah, we got a fight on the court. Let's, let's figure this out. So, so juggling is really uh, what I do best. And so I, I truly enjoy doing that. I feel like, um, uh, that my office for athletics and activities for, for colleagues as well is inviting, that uh, I'm always there to help. I've been here long enough that if I don't know the answer, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows the answer. So, um, so I feel like that's, that's uh, part of the job that I, that I really like is that sense of being able to help these kids get eligible. And, you know, because in the, in the end with, 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 uh, with, our, with our athletes, what are you trying to do? We're trying to make them better people. We want them to graduate. We um, are here to help. We are not just here to uh, win a state you know, championship in X, pick a sport. You know, we care about those individuals that walk through our, our doors. Our coaches care. I've never had a football coach that hasn't been in this guidance office uh, weekly, checking on kids, checking on their grades, checking on check. I have never experienced something like that. And he's amazing. And so because he wants to, he wants to help these kids, not just, you know, do well in their sport, but you know what, you know, if you're going to play at a college level, or you're going to play at the next level, we, we got to know where you are and what, and so, so my coaches help, not just, oh my God, he got an offer, but, but what, what's the next step in helping you achieve that goal? So I, so a really big part of why I love my job is because the people in this community care about the kids in our community. And, um, and that's, that's why I, I love my job. Wow, that's great stuff. You mentioned uh, the next step. Uh, one of my favorite books is Good to Great. I don't know if you've ever read it, but uh, what are some things that you're doing right now at Astronaut High School that you do really, really well, but at the same time, you know, as an AD, you're looking at taking it to that next level, kind of a good to great step. Uh, you know, can you give us, you know, one or two things? Um, for, um, I think what we do well, some, some things, and it, we used to do it very well, um, and just off the top of my head, um, our, our boosters back in the day, back in the 70s, when we had Chris Collinsworth here, when we had Wilbur Marshall here, when we had those athletes here, our booster club was huge, like huge. 
Um, over the last 10 years, it just has gone by the, by the wayside. We just have, the booster club just kind of dissolved and it just kind of went away. When Mrs. Miller, our new principal came back, she wanted it back and we, we you know, got a booster formation. We did, we did what we needed to do and, and we're doing it good. I feel like we have those connections in our community that we're doing very well, but there's always ways to take it to that next level. And I just, uh, once again, surround myself with those types of people that, that that will help me do that and make those connections with those alumni, with those people that um, that will help make that that part better. Uh, the only the other thing I can I can think of for me, I think I I organize our eligibility, our our the ways that we uh, collect data from from my um, from my athletes. Uh, I I have yet to. Uh, jump the fence and make that electronic only because I'm, I, I feel like I'm old school sometimes where I just like to have that kids, I want that kid to bring that athletic packet to me. I want to look in his or her face and say, okay, Susie, okay, Treon, okay, let me, let's go over this real quick so I can put a face to a name and it not all be elect, electronic. So I think there might be a way I can do that a little bit better, but maybe not jump all the way and go to an, a totally electronic mode because I, I don't know I just I love seeing my kids I was here for every day of football conditioning this summer making sure that those kids sign that COVID waiver and and all of that and and um and I, I honestly god man I loved it I loved being right there with those kids and talking to them and seeing them and 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 all of that I think we do it well but I think there's always some ways you can always do it better um, um, so it's also simplistic, but no, not not at all. But I, I am going to tell you when you make that jump and you go to uh, athleticclearance.com for those eligible cards, it will change your life, Cheryl. It will change oh, your life, and you'll have so much more time to go out to practices and see the kids. I'm telling you, that's my uh, that's my free Jake advice. <laughs> how do you? How do you? I, I I pride myself because here's 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 the thing. I, Jay, I will know your name 20 years from now. I'll, I will know you. I will know you because I've, I've met you I've, and I'll know you. Those kids that come through, I will know them because I've talked to them. I've seen them. I've, I've dealt with their paperwork. I know where you live because I read the address. And I, I just, I don't know. I feel that sense of like, it's mine. That's like, that's, those are my kids. I don't know. Yeah, you know, people say that, but I'm, I'm still not ready to do that. <laughs> just, just in the short time I've had to visit with you today, I know you'll go out and find those ways to connect and, and relate to those kids. I, I think I do a pretty good job with that, but uh, I'm yeah. telling you, athletic clearance, it'll change your life. All right. <laughs> uh, wow, this, is just, this has been great. I really enjoyed talking with you, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. So you are um, an experienced AD, a very successful AD. I'm challenging you with sending out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three things are going to go are going to go in Cheryl Shivel's athletic director toolbox? I would say number one, the direct cell phone number to 
the director of compliance at the FHSAA. So I would send that to him or her. I would send probably, um, once again, I'm old school, but you know, calendar driven, uh, the, the planning calendar is a must that for your state association, whatever state that you're living in, pick it, whatever. But we have a planning calendar that uh, shows deadlines, shows what you need to do, when, how, and, and if you don't know how to do it, it'll tell you how to do it. So that would, that would be it. And then um, probably the third thing, um, if I could speak freely, I would say a cooler of your favorite cold sodas, and I'm using air quotes. I love it, I love it. <laughs> so I would probably have to say that. If you weren't, uh, you know, someone who might drink, this job might drive you to drink. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, you know, I would, I would probably have to say, um, uh, golly, that, that one's, that one's, the last one is a tough one. I've, I've, um, however, whatever piece of, of, of equipment, whether it be your phone or whatever that you use to organize your, your thoughts and, or a planner of some kind, something just to organize yourself and have that, um, have, have that. Uh, in addition, if I can add a fourth thing, maybe an app to, that has meditation on it, because you need it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is great. Uh, I love the cooler. I think every AD has been thinking it, but you're the only one that's uh, been brave enough to mention it. <laughs> oh, man. <Okay. laughs> There's my big mouth. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Yeah. Cheryl, this has been great. Uh, I, I know you and I uh, had a chance to uh, talk email-wise about certification, and it's just been great to, to get to know you here a little bit. I'm looking forward to uh, working with you uh, the rest of this year, and hopefully we'll see you at the National Conference in Tampa in December. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, to our listeners, thanks as always for uh, tuning in. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD. Thanks again for listening to the Educational AD Podcast. Remember, these are also uploaded to YouTube under Educational AD Podcast, where you can not only listen, but watch the interviews. Thanks again for watching.